I wasn't a big fan of this. Did I ask you if you were a big fan of this? No. And you fucking ate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the um, that's the one I love. The, I, I didn't really like this. Can I get my money back? And it's right. Like, no. It's no. almost all gone. And I'm sorry, you ordered this. You got to eat only half. Right. If you didn't read the menu and you didn't know you didn't like yeah. goat cheese. Oh, I didn't know it came with no. this. Sorry. You should have read it closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you gave it a shot, and mm-hmm. you made that choice. Mm-hmm. You know? We had someone in our restaurant order a chicken sandwich, and this mm-hmm. is before we did them build your own. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only way we do chicken mm-hmm. sandwiches. And this person had us toss the Thai chili over their fried, big old piece of fried chicken mm-hmm. on a sandwich. And then they didn't like it. Sorry. Yeah, and they were like, can I get my money back for this? Nope. And Jason, Jason looked at the owner of my restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, he looked at it, and he goes, uh, what is that? And he goes, oh, I, you know, I ordered like this. And he goes, mm-hmm. we don't do that here. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, and he's like, no, you know, you want to order something else, you can pay for it. You know, just walked away. Mm-hmm. So that's solid right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't a fan of that. Okay. Did I ask you? No. <laughs> what else don't you like? Are you a regular? No. Am do- I ever going to care if I see you again? No. Have you ever heard I know the owner? What? Oh, <laughs> fucking stupid i don't ever do this or yeah you know, i know the, the owner do you yeah. know who i am yeah i, I know, know the owner i know I, I i say i know her too and then my favorite is when they when they would say um i i want to speak to a manager and i would say you're speaking to her i am the manager. i am the manager no nope. i am the manager yeah the frog yeah i am the manager and you could never come here again and we're fine <laughs> Well, you know the manager. (laughs) Yeah. How do you know me? Because, yeah. Do we? What's his name? I know. When people say, I know the owner, I'm like, you're a horrible tipper. You're full of shit. And no one, because anyone my owner is good friends with, I know when they walk in. And I know if they get a discount. And I know if I'm going to, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Any politicians ever? You ever have any politicians or anything? See anything that you shouldn't see? <laughs> like celebrities with mistresses or anything like that? Not in St. Louis. In New York, no. sure. But we, we had that in Denver. Yeah, no. St. Louis is not really. Somebody just told me yesterday the mayor of Whoville, that's what I was told yesterday, the mayor of Whoville is here with some lady and not his wife. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. It's like, that's weird. I was like, were they sitting that on the same? Were they sitting on the cared. same side of the booth? That happened yeah. out here. I no. was like, I didn't know that happened. I thought that was only in the we, movies. We had yeah. a we had right. a we had a restaurant tour that would come in with this like nineteen year old like yeah. girl that was like obviously his hostess. He came in with her and they sat on the same side of the booth. Yeah. We all knew who he was. We all knew That's he was married because he would show up like mm-hmm. on holidays with his wife and his kids. Like, well, one of my restaurants in New York uh, that I was a hostess at uh, right after college. I worked. I've been in restaurants since I was thirteen. Um, I used to get fired all the time because he uh, <laughs> he would hire these models that he would hope to sleep with. It was in Soho, um, and then he called me back, and I'd make him give me a raise for firing <laughs> me. And, what uh, and is that, this restaurant still there? It's not. Act, well, actually, it's, it was called Etramerly. Um and I think it's I think it moved to the meatpacking district, but uh, the owner's name was I think Paolo. But I literally get fired all the time and rehired because he'd he'd hire models. That's the best. 
and they and they 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 just did you know I knew how to seat the dining room. It was a really popular restaurant. How big was it? Uh, probably three hundred seats. Holy cow! Yeah, it was big. It was upstairs, downstairs. Wow! In the heart of Soho, in the heyday what of Soho. What was the rent on that? Place? Oh, I don't know. There, but celebrities. Had to have been hundred uh, grand, hundred and fifty grand a month back then. Actors, actresses, all day long. Holy! Was it busy every day? Every day. How? Wow! Mm-hmm. We'd have a really nice staff meal. How big was the staff? Um, huge. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many turns? Two. Yeah, I mean that was a that was it was doing back then that was doing ten million a year and um, a lot of our staff were Muslims and I remember Ramadan you know because they would skip the they would skip the meal because they couldn't eat until sundown and during the summer you know was it was late at night it was a great restaurant the food was great what what's there now. A bowling alley. Yeah, no, nothing. Soho <laughs> grocery store. Yeah, no, Soho's. Uh, I was there last week with my mom, and it's um, so, a lot of the stores are closed. That's co- so sad. The pandemic really. Uh, Damn, that's so Tribeca, sad. Tribeca, Soho. Uh, one of my favorite uh, places, the Cupping Room, closed down. Aqua Grill, one of my favorite restaurants, my whole life. The Cupping Room. What's that? The Cupping Room. It was an upstairs. You'd walk up a flight of stairs on uh, Broom Street in Soho, and um, it was just breakfast and lunch. And it was just classy and nice, not fancy, but good food. What kind of food? It was an institution. What kind of food? Omelets, bagels, Uh muffins, sandwiches. You ever go to Sears in San Francisco? It's like like that. You wait in line, and then you get in there, and it's kind of like Brian's. And then uh, Aqua Grill. Is that like the one that's here? No, okay. but it was seafood and it was so good. So, so uh, the pandemic Tribeca is like no man's land. Everything's closed it, down. I was I, I uh, a buddy of mine, San Diego, is a chef. Posted this thing. It was about a lady who was like a James Beard mm-hmm. award winning, you know, borough chef. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the first. Like she started a little restaurant in grad school, mm-hmm. and then it got so popular that she just that's what she did for. Mm-hmm. A while. And post-pandemic, she's like, I don't even have the, I mean, you know, yeah. she's multi-award winning. She's like, I don't, I don't have the energy. I'm just going to let it go. You and know, then, so many good places so just good places. went because of the pandemic. Like, yeah. So they're starting, I think, a little bit to open up. Um, when we went to Balthazar Saturday night, it was, they probably had four turns. It was, wow. it was Damn. incredibly delicious, <clears throat> expensive, worth every penny. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to go to uh, Cafe Boyou if you want to go for, before you leave. We're going to go probably sometime soon, do a lunch or something. Our buddy Fuck You Wan's the, one of the chefs over there. So, yeah. uh, And it's in hotel, as he says. It's in the hotel. It's in hotel. <laughs> Wan's funny, you know. So I've been to the one in New York. I've never been to the one here. He's here right now. I think he might be gone now. He was here Danielle. for a week. Yeah, he was here for a week yeah. doing a bunch of stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've never eaten there. I read his book like him. You know, I think he's. Yeah. No, I think Danielle he's sweet. is one of the best uh, meals I've ever had in my life. Really? In New York. What'd you have? I don't remember. Yeah. How big is his restaurant there? Big. Yeah. It's in a hotel. It's in a hotel. It's in a yeah. hotel. It's in a hotel. Yeah. So Boulud, um, Danielle, it's called. There's a couple of top 10 restaurants in New York. Yeah. La Bernadette. That's my favorite. That's his food. No. Oh. No. No. That's the other chef. Yeah, that's um, Anthony Bourdain's boy. Uh, uh, I'll think of it, but that's my La, absolute. What's it called? La Bernadette. La Bernadette. Okay. 
That's my all-time favorite seafood restaurant yeah, in Manhattan. Here. What's your all-time favorite restaurant? La Bernadette. That's the one out of all of them. Uh, the best. Yeah, that's awesome. And you've been to some badass restaurants. What was the... I worked at Boulay. I worked at Nobu. What was that restaurant you and uh, Frank got into? Rayo's. Rayo's. That's right. The sauce. So that was the experience. It wasn't yeah. like the greatest food ever. It was it, the experience. It was the experience. Yeah. Like, that's something most was, people on the planet can't... It was a coup. That, just to get in, it was... Yeah, yeah. That, that's a whole... We should do a whole podcast on that. I mean, just getting in. Let's bring you... Let's do one more before you leave. Let's do one on, on your experience at Rayo's. Because I yeah, think... Yeah, wasn't that... It wasn't... It was, wasn't it, was it fun. like... It, you know, it's like... Getting to Harvard, it's it's like the hardest part of Harvard is getting in. Yeah, but wasn't it like the stereo turned up and the lights turned down? And it was great. You know, everybody whispered. No prices like, on menus. No menus. No menus. No just, menus. What do you yeah. want to eat? You yeah. just have courses, right? Well, no. they just say, what are you in the mood for? Oh, uh, there's the Love Bernadette. Uh, um, yeah. Eric Rapper. Eric Rapper, okay. He yeah. looks like Anthony right? Bourdain. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they have an open kitchen. It's... Like the best restaurant ever, ever. That guy looks like uh, that, that dude right there. Looks like the guy from Queen. Oh, wait, he, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he looks like Freddie yeah. Mercury. Like a like if Freddie Mercury took a shower yeah. and was a chef and was still alive. And so Nobu, <laughs> I went to Nobu when I was in New York as well. That's is, that's really good, right? Is that the same always, as Chez? Are they the same restaurant? Chez? No, yeah. Chez is closed down. Yeah, but was that the it, same restaurant group? It was the same. Yes, it is. All right, so I work for those guys in San Francisco. Yes. Drew so, Neimport. I know Drew, Drew Neimport. I, yep. He, I work for him. He, Me too. That, I'm going to tell you something about Drew Neimport. I was on, um, where, wait, where'd you work for him at? Um, where did I work for him? Nobu. At Nobu? Yeah. He was out at uh, Rubicon, where mm-hmm. I worked in San mm-hmm. Francisco, the flagship mm-hmm. West Coast, right? And uh, I graduated from culinary school. I was just an extern. Mm-hmm. I was just a fucking extern from culinary school. But the whole family came out. Mm-hmm. We, we got a room and mm-hmm. stuff. He stayed a whole extra day, like day and a half. He was supposed to leave that morning, mm-hmm. but he left the next day, midday, just to stay and meet my family. So nice. Like, there was no reason. He was just like, he literally told me, he, like, he was like, Scott, we're just proud of you. Like, you graduated, you did it. You know, we like having you work here, yada, yada. The chef really, actually, later was gave me some respect. But even then, I was, like, hated by the chef, you know, because I was the extern kid that mm-hmm. he had to deal with and stuff. But he threw me some, you know, respect later. Yeah, so but, Nobu, I think, has, like, the, 80 of them. The, the, the fact, the, yeah, well, yeah. But the fact that he stayed mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, I was just some punk-ass kid. He paid $10 an hour to yeah. on an extern. I, I'll always have respect for that man in that, in that restaurant group. The fact that after 9-11, um, they just put food out for everybody to eat, and they, they did it repeatedly. Yeah. It wasn't a thing. They, like, we'll get rid of the rest of our food right now. Like, they put food out for so people. So, Montrachet was his first restaurant. Then they opened Tribeca Grill. With Robert De Niro. Which is still there, right? Um, Tribeca Grill is yeah. still there. It's still kicking ass, huh? It's, it's touristy, but it's good, sure. The yeah. food's fine. Um, and uh, then Nobu's gone. It moved to Wall Street. And then Nobu Next Door, which was a cheaper version of Nobu, but still the high-quality food, just on a, a less formal, is gone as well. Is the, what else do they have then? Is that it? That's it. So Nobu is. Did you get to eat food at Nobu, like on shift? Like no, nobody's eating that. It was, no. wasn't like that at no. all. Yeah, not at all. Nothing. Did you get dis- <laughs> did you get discounts there? I don't even remember. <clears throat> mm, gosh, I just I remember, I remember fine dining and that food is just oh. 
So good. Oh, no, boo. I could eat the jalapeno yellowtail. Um, yellowtail jalapeno appetizer every day of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah every yeah. day of my life. Every day. Yep. That's yeah. so good. Like when Christy and I ate there two weeks ago, we've got a double order to start. Yeah, you got to. I mean, uh, you, when you got classics, when yeah. you got classics, you yeah. know, like uh, it's just a Nobu bento look, box look, dessert. Mm. Look, look at that thing. Yeah, that looks good. What a beautiful dining room. It's beautiful. La Bernadette. La Bernadette. Wow. Shout out. God, look at that. There was a chef from Rubicon that she was their first executive chef, and she took off her name was uh, Tracy Desjardinaire. She opened up Desjardinaire in San Francisco. God, I hope that place is still there. It had, like, cascading stairs that went Mm -hmm. to, like, a big circle dining room up top and then dining room down, and then the whole middle of the dining room was a circle bar. Upstairs was just around the circle bar. You, so you could see down in the bar yeah. and watch the workings. And then it had like lamp posts that came up that were kind of, it all felt like you're kind of a little bit under the ocean maybe or something. I don't know, but it was like lamp posts that came up that were like smoke glass inside of like yeah, so it, artistic again, it's the, lit shit. It, it's and then the those experience. were champagne holders. Right. Yeah. Like it's so like, like Bernard and you go for the experience. And I'm the first one to go to like a food shack. You know, or Astoria, Queens, and eat Jamaican food off the sidewalk and be (laughs) perfectly happy. You know, I can't, I would not want to do fine dining, but maybe once every two weeks. I could, I mean, it's a lot. It's, you you have to get dressed up. You, it's just, you're, you eat so much, especially these tasting menus. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't think you're getting a lot until it's over. Yeah, and it's cost prohibitive. It's just so expensive that it doesn't make it special if you could go there all the time. And and then you're just on flavor overload all the time, too. Yeah, I mean, there's something about having a special, somehow having like, like after five days in New York, I was ready to come home and like make myself a frozen pizza. Maybe not a frozen pizza, or a sloppy Joe, or just just, anything, spaghetti. Like you're, you know, yeah. Okay, like last so, night, I had salad and a meatball. So let's end this on this. Let me uh-huh. ask you. So we started We started with a question of, uh, like, if you could have one thing, and we went to death row meal, if you could have one cuisine for the rest of your life, like one cuisine for the rest of your life, you couldn't ever go to anything else, but it could be anything like Italian or Pan-Asian or whatever, American food, South American food, whatever, what would it be? Italian. Italian all day? All day long. How about you, Lo? I like Asian. I would have I would have Pan Asian. I would so I could run the gamut of like sashimis and sushis, and then still have like sweet and sours and stuff like that. Like so I could have like crunchy and fried and hot. Yeah, and still have. I cold. could also eat Mexican every single day of my life. I think I could. I, too. I could eat Cuban every day of my life as well. I love Cuban food. I think I could eat more island than Cuban, like more island, mm. like Jamaican. Like I think I could eat more spicy, like mm. I love like Cuban food. jerk style. I think than Cuban. I think maybe I, like, I don't know. I mean, I like I Cuban food. I like all food. That's mm. really what it comes down to. Me too. All food. Me too. Yeah, I just I love food. Yeah, I yeah. love to eat. And the experience of it. Yeah. It's, it's an experience of it. Like, it's social. It's you know? social. It's social, and, 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 and it's a running narrative. Like, you have, I'm sure you have people coming back right now from up north. They're, Elise, how's it been? Yeah. How, how was your winter? You yeah. know, or how was your summer or whatever? Yeah. And you're like, probably, mine was good, but I don't care what happened with your butler or whatever, you know what I'm saying? What happened to your kids or what happened with, because you have it, a running narrative with it these It is people. nice to see people um, 
And again, I haven't been here long enough that are back for the season who were great customers last year. Right. Great guests. Um, So that's unique. I think with Frida's is, you know, we just had most of our clientele were regulars. So we knew what they did and and, uh, what they liked. And it, it just made it easy. And it's a running narrative. It's having... It's having an extension group yeah. of buddies. I've know. been offered so many jobs through Frida's. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And um, I can see I'm that. not leaving. And yeah. look at me. I'm going back. You're a, you know, you're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going back for the uh, compassion. And the, I'm lonely here. It's understandable. I'm lonely. It's, it's, it's hard to move. Um, it's and hard. Are, it's hard to move, you know, and and I you know what else? You, you well, you also but you came down here with a goal, and you know you you, you achieved your goal. Correct. So and so now, like, I understand it. Like, you know, now you've like you're, you're setting up your next set of goals or your next set of achievements that you want to achieve, and these are for you. And so, right, do do what you got to do. Yeah. Well, I need. to. I mean, you're two hours away on a plane. I'm gonna come visit. You yeah, know? I need to. Lowe's going to come with me. I need to go home. And, Never been uh, to St. Louis. I'm down. Yeah, and it's not so much St. Louis. The it's blue. it's where it's where you take your head with you. So you it's, can go anywhere, but it's where your head is at. Yeah, and where your heart's at too. It's true. So but home home is where. I mean, if I could bring everything I love in St. Louis to the beach, I would love that. But that's just not. But yeah. You take yourself with you, and so going home will be. Comforting and safe. I have a lot of places to go, and um, my yoga studio, and yeah, no, there's something about it. You know, it's a algorithm of life, a pace or something. You know, that just like it fits, and it fits when some. I've lived place. I've lived a lot. I mean, places, my mom sometimes wants me to move back to New York. Fit. Well, that wouldn't fit. It, it might at some point, just not right now. Not now. It's everything's timing, you, and you don't want to yeah. force anything. You know. So. so I'm going to go back for at least a year. So we have to get this girl here because. Let's get her over here. Just uh, She sleeps all day. That's, so. It's fine. Like we can do it. We can do this late at night too. We can do it after shift. And sometimes yeah. that's better because you're fresh. Yeah, she like, is. Like if you ever, like if you ever get off shift with like her or just by yourself and oh, you're no, like. But her accent. And her, somebody came in was just the, like the customer. Uh, get your fucking ass over here. We'll record it because. Oh, if you don't if give fresh, her a 25% tip, she's mad. And I mean, she is. She is employee of the month. Like, she's the best. Let's get her in here. She's great. I'd love that. Yeah. I would love that. Thank you so much for coming. All right. I'll keep you posted. I love it. (laughs) That was fun as fuck. You were like, you don't live a life in denial. But who could ever ask for anything more? Reptile with a smile. Who could ever ask for anything?